podcast where once a week we argue that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y. Also, a chestnut appreciation podcast. I am your host, Tyler, the true believer of this podcast. I'm your co-host, Jordan, the best of me of this podcast. I'm your also host, Kevin, the message in a bottle of this podcast. Now, Jordan, who's been getting the best of you? Well, it turns out uh, I am I am Dawson Cole, a high school senior, who was abused. Did he have ab- a creek? Abused by my family, uh, and apparently, I dated this girl Amanda, and we had a real good time in high school. But we were forced to end it, and then twenty years later. We meet up again at our dear friend's funeral, and we suddenly fall in love again. And this lie, this sentence of the Wikipedia, I can't handle it. Later on, Dawson realized that it realizes that Amanda has a family of her own, while Dawson's last girlfriend was Amanda. <laughs> Wait, what? So in twenty years, Dawson has dated nobody but Amanda. So wait, do they have like an affair, I guess? I guess. Over their dead friend? Like literally over his coffin? Nah, I don't know. I don't know who I don't I, I don't know what happened who, who the father of Amanda's children are. Is the affair to remember? Yeah. It's an affair to remember. <laughs> Mine uh true believer was a 2005 romance novel written by American author Nicholas Sparks, and it's about uh what's his name? Jeremy don't know his last name. Uh, he meets Lexi, the town librarian, and as they work together, ghostly occurrences and passionate moments converge, forcing Jeremy to realize that there are some truths science cannot explain as he finally appreciates the pleasure, and quote, this is how the sentence is written, the pleasure of exploring heart. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I just want to add that the best of me coming out in theaters October 17th this year. <laughs> Tyler, is, oh, is True wonderful. Believer coming out, or has it already been made into a movie? No, I think everyone forgot it existed. No, it's like already there's... been made into a movie. Uh, the movie really? was called Ghost. Uh, oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> everyone forgets about the library subplot of that. Kevin, what can you, but it does ab- what can you tell me about the pleasure message in a bottle? I see it was made into a movie already. Starring Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Divorced and disillusioned about romantic relationships, Teresa Osborne is jogging when she finds a bottle on the beach. Inside is a letter of love and longing to Catherine, signed simply Garrett. Challenged by the mystery and pulled by emotions she doesn't fully understand, Teresa begins a search for this man that will change her life. Do you feel like do you feel like Nicholas Sparks has more estrogen than the average woman in him? I just think he has not a lot of literary talent. Well, that's certainly him. true. Hold on, Nicholas Sparks. Out of that plot, Kevin just read, made a book that was three hundred and fifty-two pages out of that plot. <laughs> that's oh my, God. that's mind blowing to me. <laughs> I don't even know how that works. <laughs> the longest ride is coming out in 2015. Uh, is Sounds that is hot. that the collaboration of uh, between Nicholas Sparks and Cormac McCarthy? Oh yeah, <laughs> the longest. It's oh, I'm really thinking of the longest gritty. road. My bad. Yeah, a lot of murdering uh, along the road. They they go down to Spain, kind of take out some of the indigenous people. It's it's really <laughs> disturbing, and the judge just keeps dancing. Actually, as uh, man. Uh, 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 Cormac McCarthy, Nicholas Sparks collabo actually sounds like a great idea. That should happen. Oh, I would be so on board. Have any of us actually seen a Nicholas Sparks nope. movie? I feel like I saw a part of the Notebook. I feel like maybe I and saw... And I think people were lying down in the middle of a road Maybe or I saw two minutes of A Walk to Remember uh, before being like, oh, I don't want to watch this movie, and then walked out of the room. Probably because my <laughs> sister was watching it and... Maybe she was crying or something. I don't know. Whatever those women do. And then you remembered that walk. Yeah. All right. We need to go ahead and get started then. Uh, as you've probably gathered, this is a versus and would you rather podcast. Oh, there's a Bollywood version of the notebook. Yeah, of course there is. Zindagi Terry Nam. Answer uh-huh. versus and would you rather questions submitted by you, the listener. We take them, we grill them up, we hash them out here on the show. And so... 
let's go ahead and get started. Our first question comes to us from Jordan Koshai. Thank you so much, Jordan. Cool name. Who wants to know, would you rather be Captain Crunch or Captain Planet? Go. Would you rather be Captain Crunch or Captain Planet? Both have a mindless, brainwashed following of young people. That's true. One one through sugar and one through environmentalism. Yeah, which is more... Da- I, I think sugar is more dangerous, though. Although, I don't know. Environmentalism, those kids would probably kill kill for environmentalism. <laughs> yeah, it's they're, they're constantly, like, thro- throwing buckets of blood on people or, you know, throwing... <laughs> and- Throwing construction workers into pits if their like emissions ratings aren't low enough. Right, and and the blood they they make sure it's infected with like hepatitis so that people get hepatitis. <laughs> exactly, that's that's seventy five percent of the Captain America plots. Wait, with the Captain Planet plots? You mean? <laughs> oh yeah, Cap- also Captain America plots. Oh no, Captain America. Ca- no, Planet? Captain Captain America and Captain Planet are the same person <laughs> because it's America's job to um. To take care of the planet, it's like uh, it's like a God gave us dominion over it type mm-hmm. thing. It's yeah. like the garden. Earth is our garden of Eden, and America's Adam. Because Hitler was all he was trying to do was just poison all the rivers, and yeah, and get rid of the ozone layer. He was like, oh man, we got to get rid of that ozone layer. Let's start a world war about it. What are Captain America's actual powers? You mean Captain like- Planet? Uh, yes. <laughs> what are Captain Planet's actual powers? Um, uh, like, because I know the kids summon him, and the kids have like rings um, that do jump. Let me. I'll go grab the Wikipedia of it. We'll, we'll make this official. Because I like. I thought he just kind of like got real buff and punched stuff. All right. Here's the full list of powers. Wow, he's got a lot. Um, <laughs> weather and climate manipulation. Uh, okay, that's pretty cool. So, like the U.S. government, right? Uh, Ability Uh to generate and control earth, fire, wind, water, lightning, magma, and magnetism. So he can have earth, wind, and fire concerts whenever he wants. Right. Near commands them. Near invincibility, which that seems like a bit of a you know oxymoron. You're either invincible or you're not. (laughs) Right. Um, No, he can he can be near invincible things. uh, Invisibility. I don't remember that episode. Uh, telepathy. I don't remember that episode. My favorite one, empathy. That is a real superpower. <laughs> uh, oh, he's got the power of heart. Yeah, right. Flight and superhuman strength. Okay, so you've got quite the uh, quite the collection of powers there. Whereas Captain Crunch, he has a boat. That's pretty cool. <laughs> also, hold on. Yeah. Uh, hold oh. on. Can we can we jump back to the Captain Planet wiki real quick? Uh, there's yeah. a sentence here that I absolutely love. Uh, Captain Planet's abilities are never clearly defined within the show. And then this next part is a link that says, allowing him to always have a way of defeating his enemy and solving the problem before him. That whole section was blue, and it links to the article on Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> Wait, did they talk, was it, did they list one of his powers as being incredibly punny and witty? Yeah, and also just adorable. Well, because he was always like, oh, let's spruce up this uh, construction site. And he he covered it in trees? Yeah, or like, you know, killed somebody or something. I don't know. Turned somebody into a tree. Right. Scattered their leaves. Um, I mean, that haircut. Yeah, kind of looks like he's a toothbrush. Well, it was a mullet, wasn't it? Honestly. Well, it's like a mullet with a a flat top. It was like a green mullet on a blue face, right? Right. But it, but it was real flat and angular at the at the time. You could probably he probably cut some folks with that. I feel like if you're Captain Planet, you run a higher chance of actually being in danger too. Like I don't think Captain Crunch has ever really you know put himself in harm's way mm, unless he's the like crunch crashing berries. through the wall of a. I think I think the biggest um, mishap in uh, Captain Crunch's life has been that time that he you know went all. Oops, all berries. Exactly. Yeah, you got to be careful about that kind of stuff because all the kids in those commercials were also turned into berries and died. Yeah. Oh, did you realize Doctor Blight was voiced by Meg Ryan? Uh, one of the one of the voices was Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, venomous really? scum. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, more people need to go up and ask him to do that voice. At like, I mean, this is the 1990 cast, which apparently. Uh, after the first season, all the famous people left. 
Uh, but <laughs> Jeff Goldblum and Meg Ryan were voices for uh, early on. Although Tim Curry voiced Mal at one point, which was a parody of Hal. Also, Duke Nukem was a character, but I don't think it was. I do not. No, it wasn't the. No, I don't think it was. Uh, yeah. I think he was like a nuclear energy guy, wasn't he? Oh no! What it was is the Duke Nukem uh, video game character is spelled N U K U M. Um, Captain Crunch. So he can crunchitize things, right? So that's pretty useful. I don't know if there's anything that he can't crunchitize. He also has a variety. Of flavors. Uh, full circle, like... Sting voiced a character. <laughs> he has uh, Punch Crunch, Vanilla Crunch, Cinnamon Crunch, Cocoa Crunch, Christmas Crunch, Deep Sea Crunch, Halloween Crunch, Galactic Crunch, Soft Crunch. What? Hold what? on. What? Soft, soft Core Crunch. <laughs> soft Crunch is a discontinued version which featured softer s- cereal rings designed to prevent cuts in the roof of the consumer's mouth. <laughs> that sounds gross. I re- actually marketed. I freaking remember crunch. that. No, they didn't. Do you oh, guys? No. Yeah, like, no. It was kind of rough on your on your on your gums and the roof of your mouth. It was kind of like, I mean, this is delicious, but it kind of hurts. Yeah, and that's the complaint. Like, there's. I, there's some stand-up who always complains about that, and I can't believe they actually did something about it. They also had a um, Captain Crunch's Oops Smashed Berries <laughs> with alcohol. Which all the berries were just flat because, quote, the kids smashed them. And and just covered in bourbon. Yeah. Um, But as far as powers go, I mean, Captain Crunch can marry somebody to a cereal because he's got that power on his boat. That's true. He can also make people walk the plank. I thought no, he can um, only do that in international waters, Kevin. Well, I don't, I don't think anywhere where I don't think, he I don't think anywhere where he is in in the United States, because uh, I don't think we've granted the rights to marry cereal yet. That's currently I don't being cereal land currently being fought he here. Out. You know, social awareness podcast. We want to marry our cereals. So, did we talk about Captain Crunch's Cosmic Crunch? Starshaped berries with free orange. Hold on, free orange space dust that turns milk green. What? So that's another power of his, turning milk green with his orange space um, dust. But at the same time, though, like I feel like neither of these guys get to do anything fun. Like they don't actually have their own lives. They just kind of like Captain Crunch. His existence is devoted to like breaking into kids' kitchens and getting them to eat his cereal. Uh, whereas Captain Planet, like, I guess he has the satisfaction of making the planet better, but then he goes back into, like, a bunch of punk kids' rings, unless he returns to Valhalla or something. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Let me read you this product litigation section of, uh, the Captain Crunch Wikipedia. Uh, the plaintiff, Janine Sugawara, claimed she had purchased the cereal Captain Crunch with Crunchberries because she believed Crunchberries indicated she was eating real fruit. Sugiwara alleged that after four years of purchasing the product, she had only recently discovered to her dismay that said berries were in fact simply brightly colored cereal balls. How do you not realize well, hold that? Hold on. The judge commented, point. quote, In this case, it is simply impossible for plaintiff to file an amended complaint stating a claim based upon these facts. The survival of the instant claim would require this court to ignore all concepts of personal responsibility and common sense. The court has no intention of allowing that to happen. <laughs> you go, Judge. That's wonderful. All right. We need to go ahead and take a vote on this one. Kevin, which are you going to go with? I'm going I'm going to go with Captain Crunch because the kids actually ask him to crunchitize them. Like, to, to turn them into anthropomorphic cereal and do his bidding. I mean, that's power. I mean... Captain Planet just shows up and then, you know, like, the the kids are happy or whatever, but he doesn't, like, tell them to go, like, like sabotage a nuclear plant, and they do it. <laughs> Jordan? I'm now discovering that Captain Crunch originally had a nemesis named Gene LaFoot, who looks kind of <laughs> like a, a Dick Dastardly type of character. I just posted him in the chat there. Oh, yeah, it's Waluigi. Yeah, it right. very much looks like a Waluigi. Also, you can see that particular box has 
Jean LaFoot's pirate kit inside, where it looks very much like Kevin Gall has uh, put an eye, eye patch and a fake mustache on with a uh, little gold earring there. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, he's got a ring, too. And a ring, yeah. And, yeah. Man, he's pimping. He's doing like a... He's doing like a Doctor Evil thing with his finger. Yep. Ooh, and the cereal, the cereal is fortified with B vitamins and iron, just like in Captain Crunch's cannonballs. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, I'm voting for Captain Planet because uh, I really want to see that Don Cheadle uh, live action movie. Oh yeah, that if you became Don Cheadle in this scenario, I think that would be an instant win. Um, but I am going to go ahead and go with Captain Crunch because you gotta think that he's seeing some royalties or residuals or whatever the money term is from all this cereal. Like when he's not in kids' places, like once he gets them hooked on the cereal or turns them into cereal and feeds them to other children, you know he's raking in that parent's dough and he's gonna use that to like inject, I don't know, cocaine into his sliced up gums. So thank you so much for your question, Jordan. And next sure. time you have to choose between Captain Crunch or Captain Planet, go ahead with Captain Crunch. You're going to be glad you did. Our next question comes to us from Ben Nemeth, who wants to know, would you rather ride into battle on an armored T-Rex or on a bear with Gatling gun attachments? Go. Would you rather ride into battle on an armored T-Rex or a bear with Gatling gun attachments? Well, it sounds like the bear is going to have a bit of a ranged uh, weaponry advantage. Yeah, that, that's that, true. That T-Rex definitely doesn't have any range with those arms. No, that's, yeah. that's definitely true. But the arms are going to be armored and it's going to be adorable. Armored? Like gauntlets. Yeah, armored. <laughs> um, the T-Rex, yeah, is going to, it's going to have height on him, though. Like, a bear's pretty squat. Like, maybe it has Gatling guns, but how much range do you think these bad boys are going to have? Or is it like you're in, like, uh, one of those those bomber swivel seats on top of the bear? Or is it just, like, shoulders of the bear, straightforward Gatling guns? I'm going to say kind of like a Barrett style, where they're, like, oh. fused into his Barrett? Ah! Um. Oh, so wait. <laughs> the bear has them just in, instead of paws right so are you are you envisioning like sitting on the bear's shoulders as it stands on its hind feet yeah or is it just kind of like it's it's toesies are little gatling guns and it's like shooting bullets all across the ground no no it's walking on its hind legs and then when it needs to eat you just pop some salmon in each of the Gatling gun holes, and it just shoots it into its mouth. <laughs> oh, no, though. Uh, that bear's going to have to hibernate. Mm, so yeah. if it's like, if you're going to go into battle in the wintertime, good luck. Good luck. That that bear's going <laughs> to do a barrel, do a bear roll roll. <laughs> yep. Uh, um, that bear's just going to take a snooze fest. Yeah, whereas T-Rexes, I don't think they ever sleep. I think they're like, they're probably like sharks, right? Where they just kind of like have to keep moving forever or they'll die. And they can't see something if it's not moving because they assume that it's dead. I think that's why the dinosaurs went extinct. They stopped moving. Yeah. For like a second. And then it was like, whoops, now we're gone. Now we don't exist anymore. Yeah, Sir Mix-a-Lot said, stop, (laughs) hammer time. And they all listen. That's my favorite Irish DJ. <laughs> Sir Mix-a-Lot? Uh-huh, yep. I'm spelling it differently. Oh, yeah. I gotcha. I'm picking up. You're not You're not referring to the founder of Nasty Mix record label. No, certainly not. I'm talking about um, the potato mix record label. T-Rex, I feel like, would be more intimidating. Like, if people see you on a Rex with armor they're gonna they're gonna be terrified like they're gonna be like oh man that's that's an old-timey thing with an old-timey armor this is i feel so young and weak well that's are we talking like modern 
armor like kevlar i don't know that's a good question i think you i think you have your choice like is this is this a t-rex in like swat gear or is this a t-rex in uh like samurai gear? Uh, i mean hold on i'm he, going he's rolling in if i got the option i'm going depleted uranium wait what is that that's what uh oh, that's what they made that's, that's what they made the tanks out of in the uh, first iraq gulf war that gave all the uh gave all the uh veterans gulf war disease he, i thought you were gonna say the first red alert game <laughs> no. Who had the lowest score in the Iraq Gulf War? <laughs> I think I think it was Storm and Norman. Oh yeah, he got a couple eagles. Uh, yeah, yeah, he got he Just... got it. <laughs> um, I, maybe it's wearing like super future armor. Maybe this is like Iron Man T Rex. That could be pretty sweet. And if you're saddled up on that bad boy, like who's to say that these this armor doesn't also have some kind of like rocket launchers or Gatling attachments? Maybe this is like T-Rex Gundam. <laughs> and by that, I mean a really big Gundam with a T-Rex sitting in the cockpit and then you sitting on the back of the T-Rex. Can we somehow get a, instead of an armored T-Rex... Can I get like a Raptor Voltron that all the Raptors combine to make a T-Rex sized thing? Well, I think that would be cool. I think that's completely outside the realm of the question. <laughs> all right. <laughs> hey, can we replace Good question, this though? Can we replace this question with a completely different question? <laughs> that would be crazy. Um th- if they went up in a fight, I think the T-Rex would be able to just kind of reach over and chomp down on this bear. I can't reach that far. Yeah, and the bear's just going to be like, uh, evolution, mother effer. Yeah, what happens? <laughs> mammals, mammals won. What happens when, <laughs> we... what happens when, uh, when Ned Stark's prediction comes true and winter comes? Yeah, they all take a napsies. Well, no, the just bear like takes Kevin's a napsy, the T-Rex dies. Oh, that's true. Right. Yeah, T-Rex can't age. live in, in the... I mean, the, the play isn't called a T-Rex in winter. <laughs> yeah. It's about how well lions do in winter. <laughs> right. Um, I also... Okay. So if you're going up against hyper-intelligent raptors, T-Rex is going to be your guy. Hyper, comma, intelligent. Hyper and intelligent raptors. They have attention deficit disorder. They can't focus on a freaking door handle to get it open to save their life. Um, but if you're going up against Grizzly Man, you're probably going to want to take the bear. Grizzly Adams? Yeah. If you go up Grizzly against... Grizzly Bear the band? If you go up against Gold, uh, Bobcat Goldplate. Oh, what if you're actually riding uh, the indie band Grizzly Bear into battle? And they all have <laughs> Catling guns. guns. Uh, so they're going to be, be they're going to be able to hold a lot more. What about what That's if you're true. riding uh, the band T Rex, which has to be a band? I can only assume. Let me just look into that. Well, what happens Whoever when your armored T Rex's frog DNA kicks in? Oh yeah, and, and it, it suddenly wants to mate, right? Or just hop around a little bit. Yep, T Rex was a 1970s glam rock band. They had such such hits as Jeepster, Get It On, Ride a White Swan, Solid Gold, Easy Action, Children of the Revolution, Hot Love, Telegram Sam, 20th Century Boy, Deborah, Teenage Dream, The Groover, New York City, I Love to Boogie, and Metal Guru. I can't believe they did Teenage Dream. I love that song. It's so hot right now. <laughs> All right, we need to take a vote on this. Jordan, which are you going to go with? Uh, I'm going to go with the armored T-Rex, because presumably the armor can deflect bullets. <laughs> <laughs> and I am going to go ahead and go with the bear with Gatling guns. Um, because I like I want that range. I want to stay as far away from battle as possible. And plus, T Rex is so big; it's gonna be everybody's target right away. A bear is well known for its stealth. I think. 
Kevin? I'm going to go with the armored T-Rex because when bears go, like when bears get ready to fight each other, they both just poop. Like, like they empty their bowels when they're about to fight. That sounds like a, and I don't think I could deal with that. That sounds like a good decision. Is that a science fact? That is a science fact. And I don't really want to sit around a big old pile of bear poop. So you will eat that bear you. poop. <laughs> so hey, thank you. hey, that movie's only like eleven years old. Hey, it just got a sequel. Was that good? By the way, was the sequel good? Uh, it was really long. Oh yeah, how long are we talking? Like over two hours. Holy crap! So thank you so much for your question, Ben. And next time you have to choose between an armored T-Rex and a bear with Gatling gun attachments, go ahead with that armored T-Rex. You're going to be glad you did. Our next question actually comes from our big book of uh, Would You Rathers, an absolutely absurd anthology by Justin Heimberg and David Gomberg, which we haven't done a question from in a while. And they want to know... Would you rather, when passing by people, be compelled to guard them as if playing basketball, <laughs> or have an insatiable compulsion to knock things out of children's hands? Go. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say, as an addendum to that second scenario, you pretend you're Dikembe Mutombo. <laughs> uh, 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 today, not in my house. All right, so I'm assuming if you're, like, point guarding people as you pass them, like, you have to do it until they juke past you, right? I don't know. Like, I mean, you're kind of stuck in that mode? I'm... Or when do, you, when do you get to move on? Because with the children, like, okay, you see a kid with, like, a Fanta or something, and you just swipe it out of its hands, and it goes all over the place, and, like, you get on with your business. Whereas, if you have to point guard every person you cross on the street, like, that's going to take a while. Yeah, I'm thinking of, like... Especially if you get, like, good at it. I'm thinking of, like, Kevin walking through Times Square, like, with, like, thousands <laughs> of people. He's trying to guard all of them. Yeah, I but... Know, who I'd watches get, the Watchmen? I'd get, like, MVP for that, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, that's you're putting your it. all on the court. Yeah. I'm leaving. I'm leaving everybody on the court. I can also see Kevin though um, trying to get onto a subway, uh, but just point guarding everyone as they emerge from the subway car, and then being so busy keeping them from leaving that he doesn't actually get on. But I think people appreciate that because I'm doing it for everybody, you know, and that people are gonna feel like, yeah, this guy. This guy's got me back. Yeah, he guarded me two minutes ago, but now he's guarding this other guy. So that other guy's not going to, you know, shoot a J on me. <laughs> That's true. Or do you also carry around a basketball with you and just like pelt it at people's heads uh, a la hook with uh, the children and Robin Williams and just say play over and over again uh -huh. while point guarding them? Until they get past you and make a sweet dunk. Tyler, hey, by the I, way, don't, I don't think point guarding is a term. I just want to throw yeah, that no, because you guard points. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's... Guys, I know like everything about basketballs. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't think uh, they've got can dimples, me Jordan. If I'm wrong. I don't think we have too many basketball fan listeners. But if we do, I'm pretty sure they're infuriated right now. <laughs> no, you've got to guard them from making points. That's what a point guard is all about. Right, Jordan, right. So. And then the small forward is 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 the guy who who plays. Yeah, he's the little one in Space Jam. He's the little one who's who's up in front. And the center is just the guy who's in the middle of the court. He just stays right at half court the entire time. And uh, the shooting guard, he carries a gun. And the power forward is responsible for bringing electricity to the stadium. Yeah, he's also the one on the Globetrotters who drives in the forklift. And like puts people up right by the rim and so and, and the there. swing man he's he's the guy in charge of making sure the swing is safe uh-huh yep and the point the point forward the point forward he he's he's like the coach he shows the team the way now the kid if you're knocking things out of children's hands compulsively is it really that bad like 
yeah, maybe they'll cry, but like what doesn't kill them is going to make them stronger. They're going to learn about like the randomness in the is universe. That what Kanye and how they was can't take about? anything for granted. Yeah. That and kids don't deserve anything that a kid has in his hands. He doesn't deserve. He didn't work for that. You need yeah. to tell him, look, this is this doesn't belong to you. You you go work a shift at the Red Lobster and then get your lollipop back. I'll give it back to you once you once you're off, you know, dishwashing duty. Unless the place you're waiting is like at the um the recycling plant and as soon as kids like turn in cans for their shiny quarter, you knock that out of their hands. <laughs> well, well then it's just kids are stupid and yeah, they should see you coming. Yeah. They should assume that every adult is waiting to squat candy and or money and or video game systems right out of their hand. Hey, oh, link these two questions together. Uh, if we swat stuff out of kids' kids' hands, they're going to become amazing at basketball. Because then they're going to be like, oh, they're just yeah. going to expect, like, oh, shoot, like, you know, I need to guard whatever's in my hands. Put that on the basketball court. They're never going to be, uh, you know, stripped of the ball. Yeah. Um, question, do you get to keep what you knock out of the kid's hands? Like, if you, if you knock, like, a calzone onto the ground, can you snatch that back up and be like, five second rule, and go on your merry way? Hi, I'm twice their size. What are they going to tell me to do that they can actually enforce? If I want that calzone, I'm going to take it. (laughs) That's true, so you don't necessarily have to swat it on the ground. In fact, you know what? I could just be like, hey... Hey, you're my personal assistant now. Go get my dry cleaning. Work, so I can swat work. it out of your hand. Exactly. I like the idea. You work for me now. All right? And maybe I'll pay you. Um, Children do have parents, though. And they might get upset. And some parents may be bigger and stronger than you. Just a hypothesis. I think by virtue of the fact that they've had to devote so much energy to parenting that they're not going to have n- enough left to fight me. I don't know, dude. What oh, if yeah, you're that's a good what point. if you're at a uh, pee wee hockey match and you walk out on the court and steal the puck? Uh, you're going to have to deal with all those hockey parents, and they're all those hockey dads. They're kind of drunk and belligerent already. Uh, that's that's going to be a problem. Well, they're just going to be impressed that you could walk out on the ice in your regular shoes. Oh, no, you're, wearing, you're presumably wearing curling shoes in this scenario. <laughs> right. Because yeah, in this scenario, you're just always wearing curling shoes. Also, well, hold on. Not just in this scenario. Match. Who's not wearing curling shoes? Oh, that's You true. never know when you're going to hit a patch of ice and have a couple rocks <laughs> on hand. I think your, if it's summer, I think you gotta do. Gotta get your curl on. No, I'm pretty sure yeah, even no, during you... summer they got that Rockefeller Center uh, ice rink going, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they, I they, mean they, they leave they the si- they leave the uh, caution bridge maybe icy signs up all year for a reason, Kevin. Shoot, guys, I just found uh, Steve's curling supplies where we can buy curling shoes. So good to go. Oh, from Steve. Uh huh. Your roommate, Steve? roommate of the podcast, Steve Mastic sells curling supplies. That's right, roommate. <laughs> he does. You know, he's using that he's using that Columbia political science degree. He's selling curling shoes. Uh, oh yeah, congratulations, Steve. Yeah. I don't think we ever said that on the podcast. That's okay, it doesn't um, Go to yeah. go to www.congratulationsteve.com to wish him well. Uh, let me quick double check to make sure that's not some type of porno site. <laughs> Definitely gonna be a porn site. Hey, congratulations, Steve. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mr. Steve. Nope, nothing. There's nothing for... We've got to buy that domain then and reroute it to our website. <laughs> um, then there is also the chance, though, that if, like, you're point guarding children, that, like, police officers or parents will get upset. Or in general, like, I think an officer of the law may approach you in either of these scenarios. If you're, like, Blocking people with your body and making them I feel mean, you uncomfortable. Sound like a fire or if you're hazard. like smacking game systems out of kids. Oh, yeah. What if the fire alarm goes off and like you need to escape the building, but instead you're just guarding? What everyone? if you're the fire warden of your, your. What if you're floor warden of your building? 
You would be a bad floor warden. <laughs> yeah, good point. You know what would be great with the, the guarding scenario is if you counted down the shot clock for them. You just, like, start guarding them. Yeah, like, 24. 29. 23. Oh, yeah, 24. 23. 22. And then you leave after the after the shot clock expires, and you're like, success. No, you just make a big buzzer in their face. <laughs> and then you go on your merry way. All right, we need to take a vote on this one. I am going to go ahead and go with smacking things out of kids' hands because, like, I, I got places to be, and kids need to learn the value of, um, I don't know, keeping their hands nice and dry instead of those gross sweaty palms it's all getting over stuff anyway kevin you know i'm gonna go with guarding every single person uh because it will still take less time than the nba finals hey i took five <laughs> games this year that's true hey they had they were each 24 hours work out though? for you <laughs> jordan they lost they did lose uh unlike unlike uh, I'm gonna go with uh, guarding everyone because unlike Tyler, I I do not choose to be in a scenario where I would be potentially abusing children. Yeah, well, that's where we differ. But so, I mean, really, how do you define children? Um, that's a good question. I feel like teens and lower teens. Teens. What about tweens? Oh uh, yeah, definitely tweens. <laughs> Tweens, you have to wait until they're like, you know, one like carrying their um their honey boo, and then you smack them out of their hands. What, what is that? What is a honey boo? It's a term of endearment, Kevin. Is that, is that like a it. significant other, or like is it literally a ghost covered in honey? I think it's a ghost <laughs> covered in honey. I think it's the ghost of a bear. <laughs> Honey Boo Boo is uh, is a ghost covered in honey, <laughs> covered uh, surrounded by white trash. So, next time you have to choose between smacking something out of a child's head, hand or uh, point guarding them, uh, why don't you go ahead and give them the old point guard? You're going to be glad you did. And our final question, we're actually going to pull from the... Would you rather Reddit r slash Would you rather? Uh, they have some good questions on there every once in a while, and they want to know, or specifically Bernardo Magnifico <laughs> wants to know: Would you rather die laughing or laugh yourself to death? Go. Would you rather die laughing or laugh yourself to death? Would I rather die while laughing or laugh myself to death? So you are dying. I would rather die while of laughing. A cause of your That's choose. an easy question, because because laughing yourself to death sounds terrible. No, you're having so much fun. Like or, you. Or, well, no, no. What, what you're having the... so much fun is you're laughing while you die. Laughing yourself to death is like you're laughing so hard that you can't breathe, and then you're you have that moment of panic, and I can't stop laughing. And, and like, your lungs explode, and then you're dead. Your lungs are laughing with you, not at you. Or you're a prisoner of the Joker. Yeah, that's the, true. The 1990s Joker with the laughing gas and such. Was that the Warner Brothers one? Uh, like, the animated series with Mark Hamill? Um, I don't know if that one had laughing gas. I know, like, the 1960s Batman did with... Uh, Cesar Romero. I almost said Cesar Chavez. Um, I know that in the animated Batman, they weren't allowed to kill people, so they had the Joker like use that laughing gas on him that turned him into those creepy smiley statue people, which was, I think, a fate worse than death. So that I mean, that's laugh yourself to death right there. Be be on a '90s cartoon. But if you're laughing yourself to death, um. At least you know how you're going to die. You're going to die like laughing at a really awesome Jeff Foxworthy joke. Uh, <laughs> I don't think those exist, actually. No. Uh -huh. I think that's that. That's what you call all of them. Really awesome. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but uh, whereas in the other scenario, 
like maybe you're impaled on a spike or like you know underwater or like it could be something grim and painful that you just somehow managed to find like a moment of irony in wait or maybe somebody this is laugh laugh while dying laugh while dying so you're like oh man hey death is actually pretty funny guys Oh, I, I'm sorry. I actually misread this. It's laugh while dying, uh, as in dying clothes, uh-huh. or laugh yourself to death. Oh. Uh, laugh until you become death. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, well, that completely changes the question time. Yeah. Who submitted this? Uh, that was actually just a joke on my part. Uh. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh. Oh. Uh, oh boy. Uh, this has been a rough episode, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm really tired. Yeah, well, you know yeah, how you know how it works. Like for every four great ones, we put out one kind of a stinker, but you know, there's like those three listeners that these are their favorite ones, so <laughs> it's like they just love Yeah, the ones they that just hate love themselves. pain. Yeah, exactly. The ones that it's hate like, themselves. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh boy, it's like I don't know. Never mind. That was gonna be really depressing. <laughs> what? I was just gonna say these episodes are like they're like physician-assisted suicides. They just kind of like <laughs> slip into just like slip into an end. They don't really. They just kind of kind of kind of gloss into nothingness. Uh, I don't know. It would have to be a pretty good joke, though, to make me laugh while I'm dying. The you guys, you guys hear that siren? Ooh, yeah. yeah. A siren! <laughs> Across 110th Street. I think I heard oh, that's, a crime go. That's way below. I'm at 141. I know. You, well, you're across 110th. That's true. I'm across above it. Well, yeah, that's what the song's referring to. That's when, Is that right? That's when Harlem starts... Ah, not anymore. Yeah, that's true. Harlem Harlem keeps getting transported north for whatever reason. That's right. Gentrified north. If Harlem gets any further north, it'll be in the Bronx. Oh! <laughs> uh, nobody wants that. All <laughs> right, why don't we just vote on this? All <laughs> right, what are we voting on? Uh, Laughing to death or dying and laughing coincidentally. I guess. Kevin. Uh, I'm going to go with laughing while dying because I think it's just going to make everybody really confused, like, around your deathbed. Like, everybody's kind of, like, conquered in for, you know, a real touching, poignant moment. You're you're talking about a rosebud scenario? Yeah, and you just start laughing, and everybody's like, why did Orson Welles walk into the hospital? <laughs> uh, I gotta watch that, that Orson Welles wine ad right there. <laughs> uh, oh, the French champagne has always been celebrated for its excellence. I'm glad this podcast <laughs> has been running long enough that this is now like the third or fourth time I've brought it up during this podcast. <laughs> But there is a California champagne. So <laughs> he doesn't do anything. Now, Kevin, would you see yourself doing like a hearty belly laugh or like a maniacal laugh? I think like just kind of a just kind of a chuckle, like a <laughs> yeah. Just give him something to grow on. Yeah, give him something to talk about. Like did did he just like did he just see somebody's pants fall down? Like did he see God's pants fall down? Is that why he like? <laughs> yeah. I mean that's what any full moon is. <laughs> God's pants. God's pants fell down. Oh. Kind of like how thunder is when it's falling. Why is that not a thing? Why am I? Why haven't we planted a flag on on uh, God's bottom yet? We have, Tyler. What are you, a moon landing denier? That's true, Tyler. It's, it's not that almost I'm denying the... that it's actually God's buttocks. I'm denying that we ever got there. 
how come there's not a God's butt constellation? Oh, yeah. I mean, I bet we could find one. Um, I am going to go ahead and go with laughing myself to death, though. Um, because if I've got to die, like, that seems like a good way to go. Like, I would rather, you know, have a moment of supreme bliss where I am so tickled um, by the latest, greatest uh, YouTube craze that I, I die a, a happy, hilarified man than to, like, fall into lava and, like, maybe laugh on the way down because, like, hey, this, this is not something that happens very often. Jordan? Uh, I'm going with Raptor Voltron. <laughs> Reasoning? Uh, the reasoning is because because I'm, you just want to make yourself laugh. I'm too busy listening to the Orson Welles frozen peas outtakes. Oh, from from the critic? No, the actual ones. Wait, that was an actual commercial. Yep. <laughs> All right, you're gonna have to link us to that after yes, this is done. Right. Please, do but that. this is most definitely the end. Done. Oh uh, gosh. Thank you for joining us. Um. Sorry we had to to pull some rando questions out of the air there. We had a bunch lined up and then realized we had already done yeah, parts of Yeah, it's almost them like before. the guy who's our editor was like not, I not fact-checking the uh, submissions. The one time where I'm like, yeah, these are really good. It turns out, yeah, they were really good because we'd done them before. Um, so I apologize for that, but, uh, it's a great reminder. Please send us questions. Um, it's, it's hard finding, uh, ones that we haven't touched on after doing 116 episodes. Uh, so we really appreciate when you folks send those and you can send them to ninjas versus podcast as versus VS no period at gmail.com. Uh, you can also tweet at ninjas versus podcast and use the NVP hashtag to be eligible for the tweet of the week. Jordan, do we have a tweet of the week? Yeah, it's from uh, Ben Nemeth. Uh, attempted. Oh. The, one of this week's attempted question askers. Uh, no, he did. Oh, ask one. He, got, he, did the, his, he one did of his got through the vetting process. Well, great job, Ben. Uh, That's because he's a vet. Congratulations. Uh, he tweeted uh, this was this past Thursday. He said, Thursday? Today can't be Thursday. Surely if it were Thursday. Ninjas vs. Podcast would have released a new episode by now. <laughs> Tyler, any thoughts? <laughs> uh, I didn't have all the file parts until Thursday, so I couldn't. No, I that's couldn't not true. I up. uploaded mine Wednesday night. Yeah, that's true. I, I, yeah, to, so I, I, I couldn't Tuesday, edit it so. till Thursday night after work. And wound up putting it up on Friday. Not to not to pull back the uh, the curtain too the curtain. much on uh, yeah. on the MVP process, but Tyler literally does all the work. <laughs> um, that's going to be the name of our documentary too, the MVP process. Uh, and do we have a follower of the week, Kevin? Well, uh, we are following a new person this week. Oh, thank goodness! Who are and we following? We are following wrestling facts. <laughs> Excellent, and that is. And that is at WrestleFact. And their wait, latest wait, tweet. Wait. The singular handle for multiple wrestling facts? Yes. It, I, I mean, I assume maybe they got their title wrong because it should just be one WrestleFact then, right? Like, Oh, just... no. It's because when you read the tweet, you see their name first and it says WrestleFact. <laughs> Wrestle Guys facts. with muscles do real good. Uh, their latest tweet was, Kevin Hart hasn't a clue what is going in. Hashtag raw. <laughs> so there you go, guys. Um, their second latest tweet was, oh wait, no, this was someone who tweeted at them. At WrestleFact, he should have a match with Hornswoggle. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Everyone's favorite uh, redneck, Hornswoggle. Uh-huh. Uh, so thank you to Animal Tropical for the use of their song 20 Miles as our intro to Sparrows and Crows for the use of their song Ultraviolet Bliss as our outro. 
And thank you all for listening to the show and for uh, engaging with us and sending us ratings and reviews and etc. Maybe not so much on this one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't don't rate this one, guys. Give and, this one a pass. Hey, this one's great. I love it. My favorite. <laughs> and our final question, keeping with our ninjas versus theme, ninjas versus Smokey Bear. Go. I'm going to say ninjas because Smokey Bear is going to be too busy hitting up that dank herb. I'm going to say Smokey Bear because he is actually like a a Voltron of Smokey from Smokey and the Bandit and Bear. Huggy Bear? Huggy Bear. From... uh... What's Starsky, Starsky and, Hutch. and the Hutch? Yeah, this is it's super seventies, and the ninjas are real afraid of the seventies. <laughs> uh, and I am going to go ahead and uh, go with Smokey Bear because only you can prevent forest fires. Uh, so if he sets one and you're not around, it's, he's just going to be able to smoke those ninjas right out. <laughs> So, thank you so much for joining us, as ever. I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kevin. And until next time... It's going to be a better one, guys. (laughs) Next time we'll be better. We promise. Wait. Guys, this... This never happens to us, we swear. Oh, for a second I thought you were like, oh, we swore in this one. I'm going to have to Where we dance out in the sun. (laughs) We're going to bounce and shake our bodies. And we'll be dead when we're all done. Tired from all the fun and views. We'll hit the ground. Let the grass scratch up our legs And we'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss The news today Seeing my life is going to change. I close my eyes, begin to pray, and tears of joy shoot down my face. But I'm not over under the sunlight. Welcome to this place. You everything. Yeah, this is the Scott Stappiest uh, music video they have. <laughs>